Hello everyone. This is Shunali Shroff and this is Kiran Mandral and, and we, we are, are not, not your aunties. Hello everyone. Today's episode of Not Your Auntie is likely to get you hot under the collar, but we will take our chances anyway. Today Kiran and I are talking about the trouble with certain aspects of the body positivity movement and why we think being fat is not really being body positive. Before you get your voodoo dolls out and start sticking pins into it, uh, let's clarify. We believe that everyone has the right to be whatever size they are comfortable with, but as long as they have no health issues with it, and as long as there's no danger to them from being overweight or even underweight. But uh, the body positivity movement, which has been gaining a lot of traction in recent years, uh, does seem to go a little bit too far, tad too far. And the most glaring example of this these days is Lizzo. And the thing with people like Lizzo is this, that while plus size models want to be counted amongst models who work out day and night to stay fit, they are promoting the culture of accepting your body fat and being lazy, perhaps, and not aiming towards a fitter life for longevity and general good health. And here's the thing. Just like we don't encourage people with a bad voice to become singers by talking about inclusivity and voice positivity, why are we why are we trying to push the cause for lazy people to become models? There's a certain amount of work that goes into becoming a model. While I'm not suggesting that we go with the idea of skinny, twiggy-shaped, bony models, that's also unhealthy. We are not promoting the idea of being skinny as being popular. We are just saying that be healthy and be fit and then go be a model. You can't be a sloppy, expanded person who won't move an inch a day to get into shape and then expect to be a model and encourage other people then to embrace their body fat and justify it in the name of inclusion and body positivity. You know, Shanali, this reminds me of uh, something I saw where else on Instagram reels about a certain community in Southeast Asia. I think it is the Philippines, so I don't remember where, where the fatter the woman is, the more beautiful she's considered. Sure. So the woman, the men marry the women who are fat to begin with, and they're encouraged to sit around all day doing no work and only eating to become fatter. And that's a matter of pride and prestige for the family. So I'm wondering <laughs> somewhere down the line whether this is what we are moving what towards. We are moving towards. Yeah. So, you know, when we talk about somebody like Lizzo, uh, she's, she's oversized, enormous. And people who are for body positivity movement support her. And they are likely to, you know, lynch us for saying this. But like, uh, you know, Sid, our producer, was saying that when you tell a woman, when you trash Lizzo to a woman, the woman will react uh, very negatively. But if you tell someone you're looking like Lizzo today, they're likely to <laughs> slap you in your face. Okay. <laughs> so if you don't want to live, look like Lizzo, clearly you shouldn't have to, en you shouldn't be encouraging that way of uh, being. You know, throughout history, Shanali, I mean, we've gone through all kinds of phases of bodies which were considered attractive at a certain point in time. So we had the flapper era where the thin androgynous woman was in, which we do not like and yeah. can never not aspire, at all. Can never aspire to be that. No, that, that is another but, level of sickness. Yeah, and we had the voluptuous woman in the uh, in the Renaissance period. Yes, in all the paintings, you see the women reveling in their curves and in their body fat. Yeah, for to say it out straight. But the point is, 
at that point in time we did not know that how harmful it can be to your body to have a certain fat percentage how your parameters can go totally of off course. the walls now we know it now we know the dangers that can come about and how it can sh- shorten your life expectancy how it can cause complications how it can cause uh, all sorts of chronic this illnesses body joint problem knee replacement all those things happen prematurely now yeah. right no i think both extremes are bad hmm. you know uh, kiran i did a piece about this years ago for l because i was spending some time in europe and uh, going through the art galleries looking at all these uh, renaissance women and their bodies and i was thinking that uh, that was perhaps a better era because uh, the male ideal of beauty was a voluptuous woman however it's a topic for another episode where all these women are passive yes absolutely they are passive for a reason because it's just the male gaze a woman should have no expectation participation anything she's just uh, being objectified but that's uh, hmm. not relevant for today's conversation and then the other extreme but do you know that this uh, hyper skinny androgynous models uh, apparently came about because when you stitch clothes for a curvaceous woman it cannot be one size fits all Oh. because curves are in different places and they are of different sizes so it was very convenient for um, designers to think of the leanest uh, flattest body form and stitch something you know that they sell in sample sales today okay uh, size 0 clothes because uh, there's you know it's it's less wastage it's going to fit everybody and then they sort of compel models to stick to that size so they could slip in and slip out of these clothes and that is where the whole idea of being super skinny came in which which is extremely insidiously dangerous for the human body and so when we talk about body positivity skinny girls who are proud of being skinny you know with their bones jutting out also is extremely dangerous and wrong for society and we know how unhealthy it can be we know the kind of eating disorders that have happened yes that's the another extreme of, but i thought this uh, skinny twiggy jean shrimpton look came about with the an- gay male designers looking at the androgynous female body it, so it's a lot of those things because fi- some of the finest early designers were male designers coco mm. chanel was an exception mm. right but she also made pantsuits a certain way. way see it's just it is actually a practical issue about mm. fitting curves and figuring out different measurements that is why in india you don't get one size fits all sari blouses and you cannot get a decent pair of jeans to fit you so that's what i'm saying so it's more complicated it requires more work but all these campaigns nowadays that include that one token plus size model right they're also doing it to be socially acceptable they're also doing it because they don't want the woke brigade to come after them hammer and tongs okay <laughs> which they are likely to after us after this episode uh they're getting the voodoo dolls out i know but that. the thing is that look if you don't want to work out and if you want to be fat sure be fat but then don't ask to be a model okay because you're misleading people you know into an unhealthy lifestyle if it's a thyroid problem or some health problem it's perfectly fine be fit be hmm. toned hmm. like go to the gym and uh, i see these two extremes around me everywhere i see young girls who are very overweight and uh, wearing all kinds of clothes i see young girls who are really skinny and they are also wearing all kinds of clothes which is fine but at the end of the day i wonder as to what message you know these girls are getting in terms of health 
forget uh, the way they look and what they're wearing and what they're carrying whether they're carrying it off well whether they're not carrying it off well mm-hmm. forget the fashion aspect yeah, of it yeah. but the long term health aspects of it i wonder if they realize what they're setting themselves up for because i mean the other extreme of being skinny you're getting pcod you're going to have yes. uh, digestive issues and you will have poor self esteem no matter what because unfortunately uh, we live in a society where people fat shame you they do i mean i've grown up being told moti moti and whatever whatever yeah, all I, my life i was the chubby kid my whole life. life forget kid i was a chubby teenager and a mm-hmm. chubby adult and in punjab in punjabi families they always say oh your, uh, your elder daughter is very healthy very healthy ha huh. very healthy hai bahut zyada healthy nahi ho gayi hai that is what i told right? get told so i i've been that person myself i i so i understand uh, that aesthetically a certain body shape is more pleasing to the eye okay and so when you're i don't understand there there's a complexity to people who are fat and who can't lose weight okay hmm, hmm. it's a psychological issue it's a food related issue and i feel it's unfair to shame those people okay there's a struggle going on over there as well so you know roxanne gay she put on weight after she had she was uh, sexually assaulted and that became like a carapace for her trying to be unattractive so that she would not get the male gaze attention yeah. yeah so i think that kind of thing is something that you know really when you're emotionally vulnerable in that no. kind of a place that's a different kind of uh, issue completely yeah but uh, to say that yes i am very i'm not talking about little overweight i'm not talking about being little curvy i'm not talking about being No I I'm think talk- that's great. That's I fine. Please that be should be normal. Please be curvy. Please flash your belly even if it's not flat. In fact we like that. That's because you're not promoting a uh, an a perfect ideal ideal of uh, of standard of unrealistic standard of beauty which is great. But if you look like a baby elephant, okay? <laughs> and you want <laughs> to be a model. So we have baby elephant models. I was not even a model I was just a baby elephant I was an adult elephant also So if you look at models in the 80s the models were not skinny Yeah Cindy Crawford time Naomi we had the Stolington Cindy Crawford uh, Elinda Evangelista all of them they were fit athletic worked out toned they were another level of perfect gazelle bunchen The thing is one is if you're naturally beautiful and uh, a certain body size is great but i think by and large a certain amount of discipline is required absolutely uh in that goes into you know being a certain way i'm not saying looking a certain way i'm saying being a certain because fitness is more than just looks right looks is just a part of it and the amount of effort that it requires to make sure that your body is fit at yeah. its fittest is even, incredible and even now if you look at cindy crawford she has had no work done to her face okay and also l l mcpherson right and uh, which i really admire they they have decided to stay away from botox and fillers because they are saying that uh, i don't look like a 25 year old girl if i am 55 i think uh, didn't cindy crawford recently say that uh um, there's polina porutskova who's doing that that her, her too yeah but i'm just saying that um compare that with somebody who's just sitting and eating cans of uh, full fat sausages lard and then raising this battle cry for wanting to be you know accepted and popular uh, in mainstream media mm. for being that way what kind of a message is no, it no sending to the world lazy. that it doesn't matter what your body size is you should be accepted which is 
okay but our only concern is this is not a healthy way to be and don't be a leader in that field then don't Do tell don't try and become an icon based on your body fat percentage if it's some other talent great but if your only claim to fame is that i am fat and i want to be included and i want to be a role model for people who are fat then there's a problem hmm there has to be more to it there has to be more a, me- a bigger message that you give out and uh, fat is not a badge of fame a badge of glory and neither is skinny both extremes are something that we don't really advocate i think there are certain parameters of good health you know uh, you and i are both being careful here i know because we don't want to ruffle feathers but the fact is there's a standard definition of good health yeah and if you're on either side of that there's a problem with that absolutely you just have to be sure that your body is fit because your body is your vehicle that is going to last you till you are 80 or 90 and given the life expectancy these days if you're going to cave out by the time your joints are going to give way by the time you're in your 30s yeah and if you're going to be hit by early onset diabetes if you're going to have cardiac issues and if you're going to have high cholesterol by the time you're in your mid 30s or your uh, early 40s that's a diff- difficult way to live the rest of your 50 odd years right being on a cocktail of medicines and whatever to control yourself and we've had so many cases of people suffering from all sorts of chronic fatty liver disease and uh, cholesterol and strokes that are caused by cholesterol and all that kind of thing so make sure your parameters are in order all your parameters see uh, if you look online uh, the life expectancy of uh, uh, obese people is much less than mm. that of healthy people it's written clearly obesity is associated with reduced life expectancy okay and if you see any of so the blue zones so they popularize that like what are you telling people that just be fat doesn't matter if you die young or if you if you if you limp through the rest of your life because you're too fat to carry or your knees to carry you right absolutely but you know speaking of oversized models i my personal favorite is ashley graham oh yeah she's lovely she's gorgeous uh, she's big built and you can tell she works out you can yes. tell that she is not trying to add layers to her body to you know just go against the tide and then sort of find a following there she's fit she's fit she's fit so it's it's that that's what we are getting at so you know i was really relieved in the past week when miss nepal became miss universe 2023 because uh, here's a girl who is not tall she's not built in a certain way uh, she's curvaceous she's not obese mm-hmm. she's voluptuous and nice and not tall and it gave hope to all of us i think me being somebody who was not tall and and therefore always called fat yeah. so it gave me hope that you know maybe girls like me who are growing up won't feel compelled to diet down to size 0 yeah when you're you know in that very delicate age of right. 16 to 18 right. or so see kiran i wasn't very curvy and i was still plump okay but uh this woman's name is jane garrett the miss nepal and it, it's great it's very liberating if women of all curves and shapes and sizes which are well within the parameters of being considered healthy uh become the norm today you know uh i had gained a lot of weight uh a few years ago people when they meet me they often say oh my god you mustn't be eating It's not true. I was gaining perimenopausal weight. I had gained 12 kgs and I had to go and see a podiatrist mm-hmm. while on a holiday in Dubai because I couldn't walk. My sciatica got triggered. Uh my left knee used to hurt and I didn't think it was weight related. Okay? I just thought I don't know what's gone off. I had to get special footwear made 
to insert into all my shoes and for the longest time I had to go in open foot sandals that <coughs> cushion spikes in them for acupuncture mm-hmm. acupressure by a company called Kenko and it was very unfashionable to be wearing a dress and then these chappals right uh, granny like chappals but the point I'm getting at is that I wasn't feeling very happy just being so out of shape. I used to pant easily when I used to mm. climb the even steps. one flight of steps. And then uh, with great difficulty and with a friend's help, I embarked on a diet which included no starvation at all and not even overworking out in the gym. I work out, two, I work out three times a week for not more than 45 minutes a day. But I did manage to lose my weight by excluding you know sugars and desserts and those sort of things. Miraculously, I discovered that my sciatica went away. Once my lost heel weight. pain went away. Okay. And it the penny only dropped nearly eight months later when I said, oh my God, all my, f- trou- my foot troubles are over. I was suspending one foot at night while going to bed with an elastic. Mm-hmm. You get something special to stretch your... Because I thought these are all podiatry issues. But you see that your body is meant to... Your carriage, your frame can only carry X amount of kgs on it. So what I'm getting at is that I learned the hard way myself that beyond fashion there are other issues with being overweight absolutely and though this is not women related uh, i've had an, i've seen my husband who was pretty overweight once we had a blood test in march all the parameters were off the charts he went on a strenuous walk diet exercise he is now down 20 plus kgs amazing and all his blood work has come back normal Wow. That is sugar. There you go. Whatever, cholesterol, everything. There you go. So it was just a matter of getting the weight under control. Yeah. And, you know, that the blood work that came in before he had lost weight, it was like a ticking time bomb. Of course. And that was But did he not try to become a model then when he was overweight? Body positivity model? No. Men don't become body positivity models. I know. Why is that? It's only as women. Yeah, this is, you know, this is, I find this confounding that... All male models, without exception, without an exception, male actors, male models are all by and large in good good shape. I don't know what gives. You'll have to have a man weigh in on this. No yes. pun intended. <laughs> and interestingly, just to add, the idea of a dad bod is normalized. Yeah. The idea of a mom bod. Yeah. Nobody wants to be told you have a mom bod. Yeah, guys, can we please really cut this crap out and all become normal? Healthy but normal and bodies come in, come in all shapes and sizes. Can we please be healthy and fit? Be healthy and fit and celebrate that. I think fast fashion again is another big problem, Kiran, because it again sort of is size-wise, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you have to conform to you whatever. You have to the... conform to whatever certain size. And women find that losing, dropping a size is always some sort of achievement, even when you're already fit and the right size. So I think that will take centuries of uh, reprogramming of our minds where we associate being super thin with being happy and being glamorous and gorgeous, which is also not the case. But I think we should wind up on that note. And we were chatting this week on Not Your Auntie about why being fat is not exactly being body positive and why we want everyone to be healthy fit and not just... And why we don't want fat people to aspire to fame for being fat. Do something else with your life. And then be famous. That's perfectly fine. And with that, this is a wrap on this episode of Not Your Auntie. This is Kiran Manral. And this is Shunali Kular Shroff. Write into us. Uh, tell us what you liked and what you didn't like. I'm at Kiran Manral on all social media. I'm Shunali Kular Shroff on Instagram and Shunali Shroff on Twitter. See you next week. Ciao.